Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Two Brothers channel. I'm one brother. <laughs> and I'm the second brother. Welcome to the Two Brothers channel. We have a special guest with us tonight. I'm going to let you guys kind of guess who that is, but I know you can never guess. So our special guest is... Rika! Back to you, Mr. Phil. Back to you, Mr. Phil. Well, I, I'll let Rike actually tell us how she's doing. How are you doing, Rike? I am doing absolutely amazing. So good to be black back. <laughs> Both. Both. Back. Black and back. <laughs> black and black. Wow, it's good to see that you're still black. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Excellent. What actually happened was that um, I was, as you do, I was just talking to um, Rike about the topic we're going to cover, cover today. And you'll find out the topic in a, in a few minutes. And um, she was coming up with some good stuff. And I'm like, you know what? Are you going to be free at a certain date and a certain time? You know? Because, you know, the world needs to hear this good stuff that you're sharing with me. I don't keep it only for myself, you know. You know, and <laughs> thankfully she said she was available. And here we are, you know. And I know it's been months that Rika has joined us. And some people will be wondering where she's been, what she's been doing. So should I actually speak for her or should we ask Rika, what have you been doing with yourself lately? So, I've been doing a lot, to be honest. Um, mainly a lot of internal work. Uh, so I'd say that's mainly where the journey has been. Um, but yeah, I've just been working, being at home, you know, focusing on building me as a person. So yeah. Wow. And you know, the great thing about that is that I obviously get to see the work that Rika is doing. And I keep telling Rika that she doesn't have the baggage that we have to deal with. <laughs> I'm Honestly, I'm privileged to have someone like you as my dad, so, you know. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow, because I was telling Rika that there's so many things that is not even in Rika's reality at all that we lived with growing up in Africa, growing up in Nigeria. So you need to first deal with that baggage first. You need to first remove all those baggage first before you will start to now start um, elevating yourself and raising your vibration. However, people like Rika has obviously come to this world and said, you know what, I don't need all that baggage to go. What do you think, Mr. Kanae? Yeah, it's, um, it's a fantastic advantage point. And mm. um, without you, we were picking it out. She probably didn't notice that she had that vantage point um, or that that advantage. Mm. But um, I, I certainly, I certainly, when, whenever I look about, when I look back at my as the way I was brought up and the way I grew up. There's so many things that, little, little, little things that all pile up that you just think, look, okay, I gotta let go of these things, you know? And it must just be as simple as, believe it or not, I still need meat on my plate for me to enjoy my meal, you know? Which is, somebody might not might even think, what is that? <laughs> but <laughs> it's a real thing. 
it's a real condition thing but now i'm having to give up me and that's a journey of self-discipline that i'm, I'm, I'm going through right now so yeah i could definitely totally relate back to you mr Phil. and you know not even talking about me alone that's a great example because my children in Rika included don't view me the way we view or i view me and i know the way i view me it's the way you viewed me because we saw me as the reward Mm-hmm. for yeah. all the crap <laughs> for all the hard work for all the things you have to endure now you got me to enjoy <laughs> only to find out later it's not good for you but guess what <laughs> find out set, though. so mm-hmm. Mr. Claire is actually doing the work now to get off meat I've not started the work yet but I know I need to do the work too <laughs> if I'm going to have the my physical body the way it should be a lot of the things that we're eating nowadays are not healthy and the way they're being produced especially in the west is not healthy so you have the mentality and then you even have the way science has gone in trying to mass produce stuff for us that has led us down a very unhealthy path Oh yeah. Which leads us to the topic we're going to be talking to, about today. The topic, believe it or not, I need to all tie up in the end is Africa. Remember this is the Africa series. This is going to be episode 86 and we said the next um episodes till we get to 100 are going to be Africa focused. However, the message is really for the world. But really, Africa, connect with the economy of abundance. Africa, connect with the economy of abundance. We've we've done topics about your, your intuition. Follow your intuition, not your education. We've 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 delve with topic about that and one thing about us with the two brothers channel is this we don't only share things to motivate you we don't only share things to um equip you guess what through this topic now you will realize that we've even gone one step further and we've we're gonna provide you a platform to apply all the good things you've been learning so you now have a platform for life and so that's what we're going to connect you with. And that platform is called Gift Genius. Now, we're going to break it down for you. Um, when Mr. Claire comes into shot, you will see the logo that he's wearing on his, on his T-shirt is Gift Genius. And it's, it's um, like a logo of cooperation. So, but, you know, we're going to go into it now, but I'll let Mr. Claire say a few words. Oh, thank you, Mr. Phil. Um, it is, it, this is the logo Mr. Phil's talking about. Give Genius. Designed by the man himself. And you can see it's linking together. So the collaboration is already happening there. You know, fantastic, fantastic. And everywhere I look now, I, I see Give Genius in places as well. <laughs> Give Genius is always following me around. But the, the what, what Mr. Phil was talking about, which 
I think, you know, we need to all be very, very appreciative of. Is I remember many years ago, he mentioned the fact that, uh, you know, you can either operate in scarcity or you can operate in abundance. Now, hearing that, we are surrounded by scarcity. Scarcity in our mindset, scarcity, scarcity in the way we talk. Even from, from, from school, scarcity, you know, it's not like everybody gets great, you know, it's only one first, first, you know, when you were in school in Africa, you guys know what we're talking about. You know, in your class, there's always first in the class, second in the class, you know. So you don't, it's always like there's very, very limited spaces for success to happen. Is that about you, you don't, you don't get to associate with success. There's no abundance of success around you. It's all failure, scarcity, everything is dead, dry, you know, and only very, very weird sparkles, very few are successful. And and everybody's like, oh, they fluked it because everybody else is not successful. So when Mr. Phil's talking about scarcity and abundance, you start thinking, is there enough space for us all to be abundant? Is it even possible? It's nice. It sounds nice. We want abundance. <laughs> Who wouldn't? Who wouldn't want it? But reality, what are we all experienced? So uh, don't let me don't let me go further for now. I'll, I'll pass you back to Mr. Phil. Thank you, Mr. Kane. I'm really I'm gonna go into scarcity and abundance, and so that we can lay a proper foundation for people that are new to this or they've not followed us for a while, etc., etc. You know, and uh, so okay. Before I go into that. The first thing I want to say is this. I'm not saying that I know everything. <laughs> oh, oh, Mr. Phil, have you done yeah, the housekeeping? Have we oh. done the housekeeping? <laughs> okay. Thank you, Mr. Claire. Mr. Claire wants me to remind you to like the video, <laughs> subscribe, leave a comment. I was actually doing it today. I was actually listening to a YouTube uh, video that I was, you know, I follow a lot of people on YouTube because there's so much information now that is very good. And I remember even me, I have to like the comment. If it touches me, I do. I leave comments. I, I share the video. It's like I shared it with you today, isn't it? Okay. Yeah. So if what we're doing here is touching you in any way, like the video and guess what they're free aren't they yeah, likes the, are free <laughs> one of what can do is the list just like the video leave a comment this touched me about what you said thank you the universe will repay you you get what i'm saying okay so um so back to my disclaimer because it's a disclaimer mr phil is not saying that he knows everything Mr. Phil is not saying that you have to agree with everything Mr. Phil is saying. Mr. Phil is not even saying that you have to um, subscribe to what Mr. Phil is saying. However, what I have learned on my journey is that 
not everybody will like you. Some people don't even like the way I sound. Some people don't like my expressions. But guess what? Some people do. Some people like it. Now, guess what that means? It means it is all down to vibration. What do you vibe with? So I just wanted to say that before I let Rike come in and say her bit on scarcity. So remember, everybody, Mr. Phil is not saying he has all the answer, but just pick what resonates with you and what vibes with you. Okay? So that out of the way, I bring Rike on to come and share with us a, a little take on scarcity and abundance. So, yeah, speaking about scarcity. For me, scarcity and abundance is a very, very interesting topic because I see so much scarcity, yet so much abundance at the same time, especially living in London, you know, there's that dichotomy of poverty and wealth or riches, you know. However, I do believe that the universe itself is abundant. That is what the universe is about. It's ever expanding and it's ever providing. For example, you plant one seed, it grows a tree. And that tree bears how many thousands of fruits? Year round, you know? So that is just one small example of the abundance of the universe. However, people, you know, for example, like, well, I don't know whether to get political, but the government or people who own, like, say, a farm or something, they'll say, oh, there's not enough. You have to pay this amount. You have this uh, this prestige in order to get it. However, the universe will be provided for all of us. So having a disgusting mentality just taking away from yourself in the end, because when you share, that's when more comes to you. You know, I use this analogy of the sponge. If I'm honest, I can't remember where I got it from. However, a sponge. If a sponge is full of water, it can no longer absorb anything. However, if you release, you're able to absorb. So I believe that everybody should, you know, have an open mind and be able to just believe that once you give, you will definitely receive back. And it's said in so many different ideologies, for example, in Christianity, in um, Islam, uh, Hinduism, Buddhism, so many different disciplines. So yeah, that's that's just the beginning of why I want to say on scarcity and on and on modern. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, um, Rike. And you just said something there that really is where I'm going to start from. The universe by nature is abundant. As a matter of fact, what I actually see the universe as, and remember, remember my disclaimer, I'm not saying that only what I'm saying is the only right thing. But what I'm saying though is looking at, I'm showing you another example. Okay? So it's because I know a lot of people will be like, oh, what, what are you always saying this? Because I'm going to be saying some things that are going to be um, mind-blowing. However, do the investigation and go with what vibes with you. Anyway, say it, on, say it unapologetically, Mr. Phil. Say your truth. <laughs> you know, say yeah. it loud. Say it clear. <laughs> you know. 
okay, 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 okay. I I know because it, for some reason I just felt the need to um, you know make everybody understand that you know there's no right or wrong in the universe. Anyway, the way I look at it is that the universe is very very responsible. Let me repeat that again. The universe is very, very responsible. That means every human being, that is my belief, that is born on this earth, in the galaxy, wherever they are, were meant to be alive. And the universe has created and provided everything they need in excess Hmm. the universe has provided every single thing they need air sunshine provision think about it even a baby born helpless let me share this one with you I just saw it it's a sad one I didn't think I was going to share it but let me share it with you just to show you how responsible the universe is even when human beings are not. I don't know if I shared that video with Mr. Clare, but there's this video on a CCTV camera of a lady dropping what seems like rubbish into um, a dumpster, into a trash um, can, you know, these big um, bins that they put general rubbish and it turns out it was a baby. Wow. She drove off. Apparently, she just gave birth to the baby about four hours earlier. And she put that baby in a black bag and dropped it in the pile of rubbish where, you know, these big trucks come and lift these things and pour it. But thankfully, it was not rubbish day. So later on, the CCTV caught some street people you know people that are living on the street that are come coming to um see if there's anything edible in the in the bin and they said they heard this sound it was like a whimper and they thought it was maybe a fox or a rat but what made them investigate though so they investigate and opened the bag, first got the bag out of the depth of the rubbish, opened the bag, and it was a baby boy. Now, guess what? What was so interesting is that part of those people that, there were two men and a woman. The woman's maternal instinct kicked in immediately. She pushed both men away, got the baby, started kissing the baby. Do you get what I'm saying? And I'm looking at it like, I'm like, look at the universe. One maternal instinct, one denied her own maternal instincts. Meanwhile, how, how is it that it was three people that showed up and one of them was a woman? Why wasn't it just two men? And the moment she got the baby, she looked, see, I grabbed the baby, started kissing the baby, I started going like this with the baby, I started looking at the baby, I started going like this, you know? And I was just thinking like, the, 
universe is so responsible beyond our wildest imagination. Do you get what I'm saying? So, I know we're meant to be talking about abundance, but I'll let you guys come in. Rika, what are your thoughts? I'm sorry. That, that, that story just literally made me tear up a bit. And um, mainly because the woman probably only left her kid in the dumpster because she thought she could not provide for it. And that is, I don't want to, you know, blame her or anything because if if you feel like you don't have the means, then you feel like you don't have the means. But that is a learned behavior, in my opinion, which is, in turn, scarcity mentality. Because, like you said, the universe provides. So, if she had not, if she had not been told or if she had not learned that she would not be able to provide if she didn't have this, if she didn't have this, and if she didn't have this, she would have never left that baby, you know, in that condition. And it's so, I'm so grateful to the universe and its abundance for allowing three people, two men and a woman, like you said, amazingly, to find that baby in the dumpster, covered in rubbish, you know. Oh, it's, it's just so beautiful to just see the abundance of the universe and how it provides, even when you think that it will not, you know? So that's, that's, yeah, I'm just really touched by that because obviously I'm a woman and, like, I don't know, I could never think of that, maybe because of my own mentality, but I just sympathise with her because I understand that she felt like she couldn't provide, so that was the only, the only thing that she could do that was left, you know? But, yeah... Mr. Leia, what are your thoughts? Um, it's a wonderful, wonderful story. And um, it makes me think about um, the universe. Has, has, is a wonderful record keeper. And mm. even though it's a positive story, it could have been a very negative story. Mm. You know, and there, I'm sure there are many negative stories out there. Mm. But ultimately, like where I think it was this morning that we were all, a few days ago, we were talking about, the, you know, there is no good or bad. <laughs> Thank you. There's no good or bad. And when you're talking about abundance, that means there is no death, ultimate death. Mm. You know, because we could speak the worst thing that could happen to the baby, the baby would die. You know, that's the absolute worst thing that could happen to the baby. So we don't want the baby to die. But when you're talking about there's no good or bad and there's no death, that we're all part of this, I mean, ult- ultimate love. They will say that when we all, when it's all said and done, love is what is there. You know, not hate, not death. Love, abundance, you know, because with love comes abundance. Because when you, you know, whatever you love, even when you love eating anything, you eat too much of it. You know, that shows you the abundance side of it. So love, ultimate love provides. Ultimate love ensures there's enough to go around. Man, we men can restrict ourselves from getting to it. But that doesn't mean that, you know, we, we can't change that. For that is not, you know, the possibility of it changing isn't available. You know, abundance, I mean, it's actually something that we all need to meditate on. So we operate in abundance. And when I say we operate in abundance, you know, that should be our default, default mindset, default um, 
for example, if they say they, they want to increase interest rates or they want to sack somebody, you should, you should not feel like, oh my God, I'm losing my job. Oh, I'm not going to be able to. You should be like excited. Whatever comes, you should be, ex- I mean, not to even just like, oh, take it as a neutral. Be excited because you know the universe abundance is kicking in. Something, something great is about to happen. Mm-hmm. You know? And not the other way around where you always think of the word. Because actually, believe it or not, you are creating your reality. So if your abundance is your mindset and abundance is your starting point, you are going to create great things rather than you create bad things because you're you're coming out of fear, which is going to be limiting beliefs, you know? So you have to always know that as you are imagining things and you're meditating on abundance, let me just go back to the meat situation. Today, today I found out that if you're eating meat, it actually affects the way you create your future, you create your environment, you you create your reality. Because you know, because the meat, um, the way the, the the animal died, probably wasn't the best way. And because the animal died in that way, and you're injecting that DNA into your system, your psyche is actually gonna trip up your your system, not even just physically, but even you know spiritually and mentally. You know, so it's very important that we always we make abundance our mindset and our default mindset. Hmm? Mr. Phil, back to you. Thank you. Thank you. Wow, it's so nice to see and hear yourself, Mr. Kenley and Rike, talk about these things because I know where we started with. Okay, scarcity. We're all used to scarcity. We all know scarcity. As a matter of fact, that is what we all know. Some people have to suffer while some people are like, oh, they've got everything. You look at them, it's like, look at them, they've got everything. And you look at some people, are like, some people are like, you don't deserve anything. And the key is that that is what we are used to. That is what we know. The same reason why African politicians would take money out of Africa that needs the money and take it to somewhere to go and hide. Is it not scarcity mentality? Mm-hmm. Is it not scarcity mentality that will make someone... It's not that they're evil people, but it's because they believe there's not enough. So they've got to protect themselves. They've got to hold it. They've got to look after their own family, forgetting that, that they, their family actually don't live in isolation. Their family have to actually come back and live in that country or have connection with that country. They forget that. Why? Because everybody is so wrapped up in this scarcity thing. And like Cricket said, guess what? It's all man-made restrictions. It's all man, man-induced. It's all, and I say it like it's simple, but of course it's not simple. Because you see, those man-made restrictions, those man-made um creations are very powerfully created with our own mind mm-hmm. i was sorry to interject i was literally going to say that if you believe in scarcity if you think that there is not enough 
that is what you will experience. However, if you believe in abundance and you believe that everybody has, well, God has provided for everybody, that is what you will experience. Simple. And that is the key. Whatever you believe, whatever your mind believes is what you will experience. Let me repeat that. Whatever your mind believes is what you will experience. You didn't get that. Let me repeat that. Whatever your mind believes is what you will experience. Guess what? So really, like Mr. Clare said earlier, you are the one creating what you experience by what you believe. Let me give you an example. Let me give you an example of this. Many, many years ago, I've always heard, ah, oh, if you get sacked at your job, ah, oh, you sacked, oh, you know, and sometimes they don't even have to tell you. It's how they react. Mm-hmm. I keep telling Mr. Clay as well that, you know, this thing that they call death, I am really, really investigating it. And I'm thinking, you know what, the way everybody's reacting to it, you know, there's more to this thing than, you know, everybody lose their mind. It's like we're programmed to react a certain way and then we create. So anyway, I was told, ah, you got sad. Oh, he got sad. Oh, she got sad. So as a kid, when I was growing up, I'm like, I better not get sad too. <laughs> I better not get sad. Do you know the first time I got sacked was actually a positive experience for me? Why? Thankfully, I'd already started reading. I'd already started reading Think and Grow Rich. I'd already started reading How to Win Friends and Unfriends with Power. And I was working, and the guy, they want, basically, they wanted me to pretend I was working when I finished my job. And I wouldn't, I just, at that point in my life, was like, no, I'm not going to pretend I'm working when I finish my job. Have you finished your job? Yes. Is it done? Yes, check it. Is it it's done? Okay. Okay, start pretending you're working. No, I'm not going to pretend I'm working. I finished. <laughs> and the guy said, because of that, you're too stiff-necked. Yourself! It was like uh, thunder. Yourself! <laughs> and I heard the sound of sack for the first time. I'm like, gang, gang, gang. <laughs> A week later, I got another job and I was earning literally double. <laughs> I was earning double. And when I got that sack, I was tempted to feel like, oh, this is bad. But for some reason, I just didn't. I just went, okay. Maybe because I was the principal, I knew I was sacked on the principal. So I just went, you know what? No worries. And I carried on. And a week later, I was like, you mean if I'd stayed there, I would have been still earning that? But now I'm earning double? If I'd known that, I would have left before? <laughs> Again, our mind are so powerful that we literally will experience, which means we will live the life we believe. But where does our belief come from? Our belief comes from our thoughts. And where does our thought come from? Our thought comes from what we hear, what our environment. Now you have to be, remember we did an episode on mind managers. 
you have to be the custodian of what you think about and for you to be a custodian of what you think about why would you even want to be a custodian of what you think about it's because that is what you will literally experience mm-hmm. so we started thinking about abundance and like research Chris said earlier we noticed that i'm gone the universe is abundant you know we look at the fishes of the sea one fish we release millions of eggs millions of we look at the birds of the sky they don't c- carry credit cards where the credit card comes from man from what is thought ah no wonder birds are looking at us and saying you can carry all the credit cards you want we don't need it <laughs> jobs where did it come from we don't like rick said earlier there's everything that we experience in the scarcity world the world that says for me to have you can't have the world that says for me to have you have to be deprived the world that says for someone to be up someone has to be down that is not natural that is not the universe the universe you know what the universe is the universe is free everybody the universe says the sky is enough for every bird to fly even if fish you want to join them go and fly The universe is about abundance. That means that if Mr. Phil is being, if Mr. Phil wants to be a billionaire, he doesn't stop Mr. Clay in any way. He doesn't stop Free K in any way. That oh, you mean we, we are all we will all be billionaires? Why not? Why not? Because that is the game the universe is in. Now the universe will not agree with you if you say you want to participate in scarcity guess what that choice is part of the abundance of the universe you didn't hear what i said that choice that you've chosen to be part of scarcity is part of the abundance of the universe that means that the universe will not say you can't do that because the moment the universe says you can't do that then it is participating in scarcity because why can't you because can't means there's a limitation but the universe is not about any you're not hearing me the universe is not about any limitation the universe is about abundance the universe is not about any kind of limitation be mental you guess what the universe is so abundant that it defends your rights to be wrong you didn't hear me oh you don't you can't be right you see all that is man and that is why i said to myself i'm a student of i'm learning that like rick said earlier on and mr claire too touched on it's not about right or wrong it's not about good or bad oh this is good oh that is bad oh that is right oh that is wrong you know what after following that journey to a level i found out that you'll be right 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 and you don't know when you get it wrong wrong ah, but i was right then you'll be right again guess what it's all about perspective the person looking at the number nine from this perspective is different from the same person look seeing it as number six from that perspective and they both will kill each other over it it's our perspective and the universe knows this 
So when we say right or wrong, I'm beginning to appreciate and be humble enough to say, I don't have enough data to say what is right <laughs> and what is wrong. So what do you do, Mr. Phil? If there's no right, if there's no wrong, what do you do? What you do is you observe what it is. You have a, that's what I'm learning to do now. Have a discipline not to label it as right or wrong. There are stories, there are Tao stories about this, about, you know, I think it was a king. Okay, let me quickly tell you the king. The king was, um, ah, okay. The king was cleaning his sword one day. The sword fell on the king's toe and cut it off. And the king went, ah, my toe, my toe, my toe. And one of the king's, um, one of the king's officials said, oh, Sorry about your toe. Who knows what's what that happened, whether it's good or bad. And it's say, how can you say it is good? Look at my toe. Lock, lock him up. Lock him up. He said my toe is good to be off my body. Lock him up. You're even lucky I didn't kill you. <laughs> so they locked the official up. Anyway, one day the king was with, with his missing toe. He was riding in the um in the forest, hunting. And he got to a point when he got lost. He got lost. And all his army and whatever were, were looking after him, they lost him. And he went into this, in the hands of this very primitive but exclusive people that they didn't even know were in the forest. And they kidnapped him. And it happened to be like, they said, ah, this looks like a very good sacrifice. We're gonna sacrifice. Ah, thank God we don't get our sacrifice. So they took the king and they were just about to sacrifice the king. They stripped the king naked, they put the fire on, boiling, wait, 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 wait. they were gonna cook him. And then one of them noticed that ah, we cannot use this sacrifice. He said, Why can't we use this sacrifice? Can't you see it's incomplete? One toy is missing. That is how they let the king go over his missing toe. <laughs> so the king got back to his palace and said, ah! <laughs> First, go and release that official. Go and release it. <laughs> because it is true. Who knows what is good and who knows what is bad? What are your thoughts, Mr. Clare? <laughs> Fantastic story, Mr. Phil. Fantastic story. Um, yep. Um, my thoughts about the story is, is a fantastic story. Okay. We're going back to the abundance. <laughs> I was actually... Was yeah, please, 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 the, please. The Mr. Show. So, when, when everybody is together, like you were saying earlier, and, you know, people have tried to figure out what, is it good or is it bad, let me introduce this thing that, been, you know, we've been talking about, both of us, um, going after your greatest joy. You know, because I, if we're all going after greatest joy, we will find that the universe, in its in its wisdom, will make sure everybody slots into places. And because of the abundance of the universe, there is no scarcity. There is no limitation. 
So that means wherever you find yourself and what your passion is about is what you're what you're gonna use to feed yourself. Hmm? That's where your success is because you will spend more time there, you will be better there, and you'll be success, you'll be more successful there, most successful there, I should say. So is so let me just introduce that a little bit to the abundance discussion, Mr. Thank you. Thank you. Because what Mr. Claire said there is because a lot of us we've come from a background where our parents said, You will be a lawyer, you will be a doctor, you will be an engineer, you will be an architect. We've been there. And what they've forgotten is that each one of us coming into this world, we have come with our own passion. And whenever we get displaced from our passion, that is why we struggle. What are your thoughts, Rike? So, I was literally just thinking back to when I was younger. And I thank God that my dad wasn't somebody who was like, you be a doctor, you be a, uh, a lawyer, you be a this, you be a that. One of the earliest memories I have of my dad speaking to me about, you know, what I wanted as a career was, what is your passion? What do you want to do? And let me tell you, that was way before all of the knowledge that we're knowing now, funny enough. <laughs> so now you see how everything slots into place because like when you follow your your highest joy and your passion, that's when you feel the most joy, the most um life, you know, the most energy and the universe will provide. And I was thinking about this as well when you said that, you know. There's so much space in the sky, even if the fish want to join the birds, they can join them. I was thinking about how, you know, when you're like, oh, this is my passion and this is what I want to do in life. But you see so many other people doing very similar things or even like the exact same thing that you're doing. You're thinking, oh, there's no space for me. Oh, they're already doing already. I have to change my mind. I have to do something else. We're all forgetting that there's only one Rika. There's only one Mr. Phil. There's only one uh, Mr. Leah. So the universe has made it so great that even though everybody may be expressing the same kind of joy or same kind of passion, you have your own lane and there is space for everybody. It's not, it's not stepping stones. You don't have to step upon somebody else to reach your goals. There is an even playing field. The floor is flat, literally. <laughs> There's space for everybody. And that just shows you the abundance of the universe that no matter how many billions of people on this planet alone, there is space for everybody. I just, I just think it's just so powerful, you know? And I'm grateful that my dad told me, follow your passion, because I never felt like I needed to go for a job, um, study very hard and be this, this, um, this academic or this, uh, this type of person. It was always, what is your passion? What makes you happy? If that's what makes you happy, go ahead, you know? So I encourage everybody to do that too. That is, that is one of my biggest things that I really preach. What is your passion? Follow it. And there's space for everyone. Yeah, back to you. Thank you so much. And one of the only thing, the only thing that will stop you from your passion is your fear that maybe it will happen. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing. It's your fear. Now, some people might support that fear. Of course. Some people will be like, yeah, you should be afraid. They will support that fear. But you see, one of the things I've learned is that other people can never see what you see. 
this is one of the things that Mr. Claire keep reminding me. Other people cannot see what you see. What you see is what you see. And what you see, look, like we did a program on Kevin Samuels. And one of the things I did um, an episode on Kevin Samuels is that when Kevin Samuels was telling us what he wanted to what he wanted to do, I didn't say it. I didn't say it. And I didn't even think it was a good idea. But when the guy, thankfully, thankfully the guy didn't listen to people like me. Because guess the only person that needed to see what he was going to do was him. And he did it. And all the rest of us could do was, wow, I didn't see it that way. Of course you didn't see it that way, because you're not him. <laughs> Mr. Clay. <laughs> that is it. That is it. You know, it's, 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 you guys have just summed it up beautifully. You know, I don't, there's not even anything I can add to it because it, it's just, you know, Rike, Rike went exactly where I was going to, you know, go and he, he captured mm. it beautifully. Mm. Mm. And you just added to it, so you know I'm not gonna even add to it. Mister Gilmer is always one for brevity. One, one, okay. But guess what? We've not even done the job yet because the job we're gonna do here is now hmm. introduce Gift Genius. Ah, now Whoa. Gift Genius. Yes, yes, because they say whoop and you wow and all that because they know what we're talking about. Gift Genius was born out of me long time ago saying to the universe. There's got to be more to life than this. And then it got to a point where we, were, we started thinking about abundance. And the universe said to me, let somehow, you know, because what you have to appreciate is that the universe is about energy, vibrations, and frequencies. All of us have access to all the wisdom of the universe. It is not exclusive to Mr. Clay. It's not exclusive to Mr. Phil. It's not exclusive to Rike. All of us. If there's anything that I know that you don't know, it's either because you're not really interested in knowing it or it is just not your time yet. But to fact to think that Mr. Phil has this special right or someone else this special access is not true. Now, see how powerful our mind is again. But if you decide that in your reality you want some people to have special rights and special access, then that is what you experience. You experience people with special rights and special access. But if in your reality, you choose to say, no, 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 no. We are all uniquely created and we all have access. Just the universe is not a respecter of persons. I don't care who you are. That's what you will experience. You will experience just that. And the universe will treat you exactly like that. So the universe treated me like that. I asked the question. Must we always participate in this capacity economy? And that's what the universe came to me and I was blown away. The universe said, no, you don't. Because there's another, another economic that you can part of. And it's called the abundance economy. I'm like, wow. And the universe said, do you know, even in the poorest places on earth, they don't need to be suffering for money. Even, even... Um, controlled money, they don't have to. I'm like, wow. And a few years later, the mo- the, the, the universe actually now showed me what I call, I, I call it, I don't know whether it's somewhere else, because um, somewhere else anyone calls it, but I call it the mathematics of abundance. How mathematically it is possible for all of us 
to be multi-millionaires without even a struggle. Mm. And the universe showed me in black and white how it is going to be done. And now, that is what is behind Give Genius. Give Genius runs on the mathematics of abundance. Let me quickly tell you this. Do you know that all around you, the universe is so abundant of energy that over a century ago, the universe inspired Nikola Tesla to come up with a device that will supply free energy, free power forever for everybody. No charge, free of charge. I'm not going to go into the story too much. Just type Nicholas Tesla into Google. Look at it. We've had free energy. So we've been paying gas. We've been paying electricity. We've been paying, paying for petrol for over a century when none of us needed to pay. But guess who stopped it? Man. Man said, no, we cannot give these people free energy. So guess what? Scarcity economy said, no, we cannot give these people free energy. Abundance economy inspired a scientist to create free energy. Why don't we have free energy? Because man said, no. Some of you, that is news to you. Some of you are like, eh, why are we paying for what we don't have to pay? Some of you, you're saying, what? You mean we don't have to go to the job to pay for rent and pay for this and pay for that? Yes, some of you is just breaking your mind. But the universe has always been faithful. And so I'm sharing that with you because the universe now showed me even one step further that with Give Genius, all of us, we don't even have to ask permission from anybody or all of us have enough money to make all of us multi-millionaires. So how does Give Genius work? YouTube, I've noticed. Facebook, I've noticed. All of them, they don't like you advertising your stuff on their platform. So if you want to know about Give Genius, we're going to put a link in the description. Come, because again, like I told you, we don't only motivate you, we don't only equip you with information, we have created a platform in Give Genius where you can apply all this good stuff you're learning to generate cash flow. You didn't hear me. To generate cash flow. You didn't hear me. To generate cash flow. <laughs> so, there'll be links and even if, you know, there's no link, drop a comment. I'd like to be part of the Give Genius program or I'd like to at least know about how it works mm. send you a link to join us now there is um we will leave the email address i prefer you send me an email send me an email that way it is uh, private okay we'll put our email the two brothers email in the description send us an email so that even if you've missed a meeting we can tell you when the next meeting is going to take place okay and then we'll tell you everything and guess what even if all you know is know about it guess what at least you now know about there's an economy of abundance that you can participate in wherever you are in the world yes granted right now we're only operating in the uk us nigeria and gambia 
Yes, but we're going to open up other places. The only reason why they're doing restrictions right now is because all those other places don't know it yet. So if you're a leader in those places, we're willing to work with you and you can take it to where your people are. Okay, so the good news, anyway, to bring it all around is we now have an economy of abundance that we can operate in. Beautiful, beautiful. What? Money is the list of the abundance. Let me repeat that. Money Money. is the list of the abundance. Because when you actually, after you've gone beyond money, you now find that human beings are the real wealth in the universe. Consciousness are the real wealth in the universe. I'll let I'll give it to Rike, then I'll let Mr. Clear round up, then we go. Okay, so while my dad was saying um what he was saying, some thoughts were springing to my mind, you know, scarcity, uh, abundance, and what the two are defined as in our world, right? Mm. So a question came to me. Scarcity, in my opinion, means being controlled because you only have that mentality unless you're taught it. Otherwise, as a babe, as, in, as a young baby, <laughs> you, you don't know what there is out there. You believe that everything is at your fingertips. So the question that came to mind was, do you want to be controlled or do you want freedom? Do you want to be coerced or do you want liberation? And it may seem as if it's a generic or cliche question, but ponder upon that, because that will define the rest of your life. Hmm. My job. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay, that was very powerful. I want, I want liberation, I want freedom. Amen. So I'm on the abundance side all day long. Um, and, and that's the beauty of abundance. There is no limitation. Exactly. You know, and, and it goes on from generation to generation. This is why I said, you know, you need to meditate on the in on this abundance and habit being I need to meditate on it more. You know, and operate from it daily. If anything happens to you, think abundance. You know, I've, I've for many years I've operated in, in being having a positive mindset. But now I'm taking into the next phase of abundance, which is which is powerful. So on that note, I'll catch up with you guys next time. Back to you, Mr. Phil. Thank you, Mr. Clay. I just leave you guys with the fact that with Give Genius, and we're gonna be talking about Give Genius more now. We're gonna be talking about so many aspects of it because we cannot we cannot even touch one percent of it in this episode. Mm-hmm. So, over other episodes, we're going to be talking different aspects, how it manifests and everything. But one thing you will know from this is that it is here. It is the uh, economy of abundance operating on the mathematics of abundance. I wasn't taught it in a church. I wasn't taught it in the university. I wasn't taught it, taught it in, on the streets. I was taught it through intuition. Remember, we're talking about your real education is through intuition. The universe is um, abundant. The universe is is responsible. The universe is love. The universe is wealthy. The universe is amazing. There's nothing you need. 
that the universe is not there on your side. You don't even have an idea. But one of the tools that we've been given is Gift Genius. So come and find out about Gift Genius. We're here. We're going into abundance with no apology, like Mr. Clear says. <laughs> and the truth again, let me let me let me actually land this as well. You are welcome if you want to join us. But if you don't want to join us, feel free. That's part of the abundance. Yeah. And the greatest news is nobody can stop us. Because hmm. we can't stop you too. Hmm. We don't want to stop you. So why not just let's go together into abundance. On that note, See you in the land of abundance. <laughs> God bless everybody. Bye-bye. See you next time. Bye. Everyone. Thank you for having me once again.